let's go back to the fruit, back to the fruit bowl. Galatians chapter 5. This is summer snippet number 7. So that means we're on the seventh fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5. Galatians 5 verse 22. Galatians 5 verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and tonight, faithfulness. King James Version renders it faith, but a a better translation is faithfulness. So the fruit of the Spirit tonight is faithfulness. Hallelujah. Please remember, as we study the fruit of the Spirit, uh, that this list is not the entirety of all that the Holy Spirit brings to our life. It's just a representative list. It's the nine that Paul chooses to mention in this chapter as he contrasts with the works of the flesh in verse 19, 20, and 21. He chooses, as he's led by the Spirit, to present these nine virtues, these nine qualities. So it's not all that's in our souls. So just ask yourself this question. How else is the Lord working in and through my life to glorify him, strengthen him, reach others for him, make the world a better place? What else could you list if you answer those questions? What's in my life that glorifies him, strengthens me, reaches others for him, and makes the world a better place? What else could you list? You could probably list sacrifice, making sacrifices. You could probably list encouragement. You could probably list nurturing. You could probably list role modeling. So there are other characteristics, but these happen to be the nine in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Faith today, better translated, faithfulness. This is a common New Testament word uh, for faith. A person who is reliable, loyal, and steadfast uh, is faithful, full of faith. Where this fruit is growing, it makes you unstoppable in your commitment. Uh, Where the fruit is faithfulness. You keep your word. You do your task. You do it in excellence. Now, when the scripture says, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. It's talking about our coming to Jesus, believing in him. 
this faithfulness as a fruit is not that faith that gets us saved. It's the faith that shows God and others we are saved. You get that distinction there? Opposite of the fruit of faithfulness is what we were before we got saved, when we operated in the flesh. What were we before we were faithful? We were lazy. We were uncommitted. We were undependable. And we were completely unreliable. None of which describes who we are now. Hallelujah. Now the fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. It brings me to um, share light again on one word that sounds like a broken record coming from my lips. Those of you who have been around me since day one and across the journey of most of the 23 years, you know what I have appealed for. What's that one word? Consistency. Here at Freedom Hillside, we have enveloped the life of a church member, the life of a believer in four core values, worshiper, giver, learner, and doer. And all that I have preached and taught and what you've received and have manifested is consistency in these four core values because it's our position that all we do for the Lord as individuals and as a body of believers called Christians can be captured under one of these four things, worship, giving, learning, doing, all of which we are to do consistently, faithfully. Let me revert to the analogy of an apple tree. Uh, apple tree produces apples. That apple tree consistently produces apples. It doesn't stop after three seasons and say to the laws of nature, I'm tired of being an apple tree. Don't like the color red. I've fallen in love with the color orange. So starting next season, I'll produce oranges. Now, doesn't that sound silly? Doesn't that sound ridiculous? Likewise, how ridiculous it is for a believer who has the seed of the word planted by the spirit of truth. Likewise, it's ridiculous for us to say, I don't feel like being a worshiper. I don't feel like being a giver. I don't feel like being a learner. I don't think I'll be a doer. Maybe I'll play the 
spiritual lottery and I'll pick three of those four. Maybe I'll pick two of those four. Maybe I'll just pick one. Uh, there's no life like spiritual lottery. Speaking of lottery, it's over $1 billion in it, saints. If ever there was a time you need to hear this now, Lord, forgive me for saying that. Anyhow, faithfulness is consistency in our life in Christ. It shows in our worship. COVID-19 just sifted the wheat from the tear in a manner of speaking. What a person wasn't before the virus is manifested now after the virus. That two and a half year church break exposed a lot of folk. How can one say one loves the Lord, the church, the saints? How can one declare I have the Holy Spirit? And one has not returned from the two and a half year COVID break. Where's the faith? Of course, there are grace exemptions, age, disabilities, impairments, sickness, work schedules. God knows you have to work or not eat. But aside from these grace exceptions, a person who never comes to church, where is this fruit, faithfulness? The same with giving. We need God to see us giving financially to support the church because it is the expression of our heart. Matthew six nineteen, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So we need to give so God can see our heart. He could take it from us, put us flat on our back, get us terminated, outsource the job to Mexico, move the factory to Alabama. But in grace, he simply says, I trust you to be faithful in your giving. Show the fruit of faithfulness in giving. Where's, where's your faithfulness during the summer? God's money in the resort. God's money on the cruise. God's money uh, in your home remodeling project. God's money in your vacation. Consistency. There should be no summer slump in giving. Because what if this God slumped on us during the summer? Faithful in learning. How much more easier and accessible is it to tap into a lesson weekly and listen and learn on Sunday morning at 9.30 while we're dressing for worship. Lifeline on Wednesday. And if you miss it, you can go back and listen to it. Where's the faithfulness in learning? Then there's the fruit 
of faithfulness in being a doer, hands and feet on the ground. This is opportunity to do what you enjoy, what you're good at, what blesses others, and what advances the church. Cooking, serving, ushering, singing, cleaning, landscaping, artistic, graphic design, office management, office service, data storage, data retrieval, technology genius, computer skills, social media. Where's your faithfulness showing through the gifts God gives you, what you do well, what others enjoy you doing, and what you're good at? Now, to those of us in charge, we got to be time sensitive. We'll not be here forever, so we got to be time sensitive. Right now, I am supposed to be training the next senior pastor. I hope you're praying that I walk in divine health because our schedule is behind the target. If we are faithful in doing, then we're supposed to be training our replacements. Moses trained Joshua. Hello. Paul trained Timothy and Titus. And Jesus trained 12 because each had an expiration date. I know you don't like to talk about uh, death. We like to call it transition and other cute terms. But listen, we're going to leave here if the Lord delays the rapture. So if we're faithful in in doing well, we ought to be training our replacement and others because what if what if you don't wake up in the morning and all those passwords and procedures and settings and skills go to glory with you? That's not being faithful as a doer. Faith requires us to be less territorial and more welcoming to give others a chance to show their faith. If I desire to volunteer based upon my ability and willingness, but you're guarding the door, the chair, the computer like it's Fort Knox, then you have discouraged me and disappointed God. And that's not being faithful as a doer. That's kind of deep, isn't it? Because faithfulness means we love the Lord. We love the Lord's people. We love the Lord's work to the degree that we'll give it the highest level of care. And care includes perpetuity and preservation. Those are big words tonight. Care means I want to see that the work continues and that it keeps going in excellence even when I can't do it. So let's flip the coin. Am I available? 
Am I willing? Am I delighted? Am I invested and skillful in being a doer? First Corinthians 4 and 2 says, It is required that a person be found devoted, trustworthy, dependable, dedicated, constant, and unwavering. Moreover, if one is a steward, it's required that he be found faithful. And a steward is a manager, one who takes care of something that's not his. And my brothers and sisters, this life that Jesus has given us, hallelujah, called the saved life, it's a gift from him. And we're required to be faithful required there's no excuse especially for a leader you are required a minister a deacon a team leader a choir member a nurse a saint it's required that we are faithful to lack faith, that's not an option because faithfulness is required. Don't get it twisted. This is not the faith in God that saves us, but this is the faith, faithfulness, that shows God we are saved. So maybe when we say, I have faith in God. Next time, we'll take another look at our fruit bowl. Because in that bowl is a fruit called faithfulness. This is the word of faith which I preached, excuse me, which I teach tonight. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is faith. Fullness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.